Blog Talk Radio. again to Beyond the Gate Radio. Exciting show for you tonight, this Sunday, September 18th, 2011 edition of Beyond the Gate Radio, where we really do take you beyond the gate. Who knows where we will land? I am your host, David Baker, and tonight co-hosting with me is my lovely angel, Sherelle. Good evening, Sherelle. How are you? Okay, Sherelle says she is doing fine, and sometimes the communications isn't. So uh, I want to tell you about our guest tonight. Our guest is has been on here before. A lot of you people know her. Her name is Jackie Chin. She's a nationally known uh, paranormalist, author, spiritual teacher. She's a psychic and a medium, and she's a writer. She has uh, a lot of talents, experience, and fantastic gifts. Tonight, we're going to talk about all kinds of interesting things, and we will be taking callers later with questions and relating experiences. So, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome back on the show, Jackie Chin. Hello, Jackie. How are you? Hi. Hi, Mr. Baker. Thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate it always, and I always enjoy talking with your listening audience and answering their questions about Beyond the Gate. That's right. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the listeners and the people in the chat room. And if anybody that is listening that would like to follow us, please press the follow button. We'd highly appreciate it. Uh, so how are you doing tonight, Jackie? Oh, very well, very well. Um, things seem to have uh, mellowed out from the past couple of days, and um, family's doing good, and everybody else seems to be doing all right. That's wonderful. There certainly is a lot of strange things going on. I've heard many people say it. These are what can I say, unusual times in the world, in the solar system, in the universe. In fact, everywhere. It seems like time is speeding up, the veil is thinning, different things are being discovered in the universe and solar system at all times. I mean, more frequently than ever, satellites, 
unknown objects, bow lights, comments, um, you name it. It's out there. All kinds of strange things are going on. And talking about strange things, I suppose before, you know, I don't know how the time is going to allow. Let's just go ahead and get into what happened to you here recently. It was a very odd experience. Yes, definitely. Very um in a place and it happened in a place where I wouldn't have even thought of something like this happening. And also at a time when um it literally a, a physical time that I would not expect such energy to um occur. I was at a local coffee house, um place where I do a lot of my writing on my book and and uh, just kind of um, just, you know, chilling, minding my own business and, and studying about the four horsemen of the apocalypse and uh, the uh, archangels. And uh, it was about quarter after eight uh, Eastern Standard Time. And I was, like I said, in a place that I'm extremely familiar with. Uh, I've been going to this particular coffee house for approximately four years. I've never had any kind of a problem, not with the people in it, not with um, the energy of the building or, or anything. And I've been in there at all times of the day, in the morning, in the afternoon, really late at night, up until about 11 o'clock. So what actually happened was extremely astonishing. I was, um, like I said, it was about quarter after eight Eastern Standard Time, and I was um, doing some research, and then all of a sudden I felt a a pulling away or a drawing away of my spiritual energy or my aura uh, from the right-hand side. And at first I thought, oh, I'm just tired, or um, I was just getting too physically wound into the the research or I was just feeling off. So I sort of, you know, brushed it aside and it tried to ignore it. And um, then about 30 or 40 seconds after I noticed the initial pulling, which literally did feel like something was trying to pull my spiritual energy away from me, I started to become very disoriented. Um, I didn't pass out or... Um, you know, have any um, headaches or anything like that. Uh, there was no foul smell. There was no um, nothing that would give me an indication that there was some spiritual something at work. It was very odd. The only thing that I could think of at the time was to call my husband, uh, who has had a lot of extensive uh, background in, in energy work and um, different anomalies, and I told him, I said, I felt very scared. I felt like I was uh, being pulled apart. And although it didn't physically hurt, it was um, very demanding. Um, it, there was definitely a pull there. And um, it lasted for at least two, three minutes. I got, I gathered, finally gathered up all my stuff, and I went um, over um, where the alcove is um, in between there was like this little doorway section and I went in there and as soon as I went in there and I closed the door behind me it started to, it, um, to slow down and it was not so prominent um, but I was shaken 
uh, and visibly shaken for at least two hours after that. So let me clear this up. You were sitting there when you felt this strange feeling come over you, and you felt like, you know, since you're a sensitive, of course, your energetic body, your spiritual body, astral body, being pulled as if something was trying to draw it out of you or draw it somewhere, and you can feel that on you very clearly. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Oh, yes. It was um, It was shocking. So you uh, took shelter in another area and which kind of calmed it down a little bit. Then what happened? Mm-hmm. Well, um, after um, I, my husband came to to get me, we went over to a friend's house who is also um, very intuitive, um, and she works a lot with minerals and and um, stones of different kinds of um, uh, aspects for um, healing purposes and things of that sort and grounding. And uh, so we went over there, and I told her what happened, and she said about the same time that her dog started to um, bark and get very, very agitated. It lasted for a couple of minutes, and um, then it it slowed off. And she also noticed that she felt um, a a really um, hard headache, like a, a migraine starting to come on about the same time that the agitation started with the animals, and then it backed off. So it was something like it kind of came in and shook things up for a, a few minutes and left. Wow. That's really definitely interesting. Now, as I understand, you went to investigate this later on, and you found some uh, astonishing results. Yes. Yes. Um, I went back the next day because I knew the owners for a very long time, and, and they know the kind of work that I do, but um, I've never, ever came up to them and said, you know, there's something really wrong going on here. So I um, I told them, I said, look, you know, I've been coming up here for, you know, four years, and, and um, I felt something really, really horribly wrong, um, you know, when I told them about what time it happened and all that. And I said, look, this is not something, you know, I'm not interested in doing a ghost hunt here. I am interested in finding out whatever that was and getting rid of it. Because if any other sensitives come in and they feel the same thing, you know, it could be bad for business. So um, I, you know, I also told him that, um, you know, I told him about the time that it was. And I said, you know, you might find something perhaps on your video because they have um they had four different uh, cameras in different places. And I said, you know, I was sitting right in the, not in the middle of the room, but like um, in the middle towards the side. And um, I said, you know, you might find something. He goes, well, what would I look for? And he was not totally skeptic. He understands that there are things that are of the unseen that, that, you know, do happen. Um, He said, though, I've never seen anything on a camera like that so I don't know what I would look for and I said well look for anything that looks like maybe static or look for you know if there's some shapes or some kind of um, odd uh, you know lights or or um, streaks or or things like that and um, you know you might find something then again you know you might not but um, so the next day he went and um, took a look at the tape and he found that um, the, the odd thing that he found was that there was missing between 14 to 20 seconds of time. 
had just kind of blipped off the screen. Um, he said that nothing seemed like it was out of the ordinary. People were coming and going as as usual, but that the counter had skipped a number of seconds, and he said that's never happened before. He didn't see any lights or any other um, you know anomaly on it, but he did notice that there was this large you know gap of um, time, even though it was seconds, it was still a very large gap. And um, he also told me that uh, that that same day that he had looked at the tape, he had uh, Monsignor um, from his uh, Greek Orthodox Church, which just happened to be right next door, he came over and um, in the evening after everything closed and cleared the place and, and uh, blessed it, they usually do this at least once or twice a year because they have a lot of different kinds of people that come in and out of there. And he used to just do it just because it was the thing to do. But now, after this event, he understands that there is really a real purpose for doing this. And I went back um, this afternoon and was um, doing some work, and I did notice that it did seem to be somewhat lighter in there. And generally gosh, the place is, is really smooth, very comfortable, and I've, like I said, I've never had a problem up until then. So I, I did ask someone um, who has extensive um, uh, study in the paranormal um, about this. His background is more of the Asian affluence, and he told me that his uh uncle used to tell him about these things that are from the in-between. And as we were discussing that, he said that when he was younger, this man from also, uh, well, this man was listening to um, my husband and um, this other gentleman that he was speaking with. And and when they were talking about it, he was very young. He was like in his early 20s. And he was kind of joking and laughing about what his uncle had told him about the in-between. And this man from Somalia was, was in the restaurant that they happened to be in, and he was listening to him. And he says, oh, you think that's really funny, huh? So he took him to a graveyard, and um, I guess he started chanting. The man from Somalia started chanting and saying some stuff, and then all of a sudden this energy just seemed to come out from we would say, like nowhere, and start reaching out to go and touch this man. And um, my husband had a um, a knife that um, he was carrying, and it was made out of carbon steel. And he did the only thing that he could think of doing, and he stabbed it. Well, he not only stabbed it, but his knife went away with the thing that came from the in-between with it. It just, like, vanished. And... When I was talking with my husband this evening, um, he told me, he says, maybe it was something from this in-between because it struck fear. And, I mean, I've been doing this kind of thing for 23 years. I have, n- I have had experience of of um, darkness and, and demonic energy. It's way different than any kind of poltergeist or anything like that. Um, it's uh, super intense. Um, and it did. It reminded me of that. And believe me, oh. I, I know what you're talking about. You know, as a psychic medium myself, I know the difference between 
the different energies and I know what I see, what I see when I see it. And no matter what country you're from, what culture you're from, if you're an atheist or a devout Catholic or, you know, religious or not, none of that stuff matters. It's the same thing all over the place, no matter what people call it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. From that in-between place. Now, due to the fact that you you have dealt with the demonic in the past, and, um, you know, anytime you see something like into the void that's dark, doesn't feel good like that, it's usually not good. Usually bright light and good feelings, you know, are wonderful. But there's a great possibility that something was, you know, messing with you. Uh, people, now I know that you're not like a demon, demonologist or an exorcist that Mm-mm. do that full time, but you know, you do a spirit rescue occasionally or something like that. But mm-hmm. people that do, they're demonologists or exorcists, you know, they're always battling the dark entity when they help others or clear places. And they don't like it and they try to always mess with them, to scare them in any particular way, whether it be in the dreams, to show up, to cause you to have an accident or a near miss, to text message you, to do, there's all kinds of things that they could do to try to, you know, intimidate you. And, um, you know, being very knowledgeable of it and that you don't do it a lot, but in fact, you've done it a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're, first of all, you're safe, okay? Don't be intimidated by it. Sometimes those things, it's very possible that those things can occur. And, uh, you know, you have taken care of it already from what you told me afterwards. But they mm-hmm. will try to, you know, attack anybody they can. For, for example, the people that you're helping that you told me about earlier that were being attacked, I'm not saying possessed, but perhaps oppressed by a demonic, that mm-hmm. the person standing by in the same area had nothing to do with it. You were helping them, yet this person was attacked too. So they would lash out you know, as much as they can until you know, you've, you've gotten rid of them. And so there's a good possibility that you know, they try to get one in on you when you're off guard, but they're very patient. They can wait you know, like for a very long time before they try to do something to intimidate somebody. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does make sense. Um, and, I mean, what had happened with the, the family that we had worked with just a couple of days before that, it seemed as though it wasn't, that wasn't like demonic, that was mostly um, psychological. They had opened up um, a number of portals with uh, a Ouija board and they were doing some other things. And uh, there was, you know, a, a more, like I said, psychological than anything else. Um, this was, it was different. Um, even though when I was working with the young girl, and the uh, lady had um, the, the one that asked me to help. Um, she was being um, pushed, or uh, uh, her energy was uh, being stuck at, uh, sort of like a ice pick or something like that, trying to stick into a piece of ice. Uh, that was not anything near 
um, you know, demonic possession. That was just um, some added extra residual energy that was tapped into um, young children who um, have a lot of fears and worries about their mom and some psychological issues um, about some recent episodes in the family. And uh, all of that just kind of gathered up all together, and it it ended up um, moving things around and, and causing some, some other ache. But this thing that I felt um, that night over at that coffee house was something that it it was like it didn't have a feeling to it. It was... Um, not really, I don't really think interested in scaring me as it was so much interested in tapping into the auric energy that I have. And um, that I hear from um, some of the people that have done some Carillion uh, photography work with me. I have a lot of uh, really deep red and really deep oranges in my um in my energy band that's around surrounds my body and so that might have been extra tempting I guess to the thing that wanted it it just felt like um it wanted whatever energy it could get before the place closed and the place was um closing at like nine o'clock that evening and it gave me the impression that it was just trying to scratch at as much stuff as it could possibly get before the place closed down and there were no more people in there. It was really, really bizarre. So do you think that this could be um, something different than what I spoke of, perhaps something that lives in the area that's been there for quite a while? Like an innocent vampire or something? or You know what? I looked around to see if there were any people or anything like that that were, like, focused on me or um, anything that was set by me that um, would be out of the ordinary or anything like that. There was nothing. It was, it was like this thing came from a nowhere place. And after I got out of there, it went back to the same nowhere place. Well, that's... Uh, certainly very strange, strange indeed. And one one point I want to make before I take any calls because the switchboard is really lighting up for you tonight is that, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned about the psychological issues with the girls and the Ouija board and the paranormal. Is that, for example, a professional Catholic priest, an exorcist, before he does uh, an exorcism on somebody I'm talking about a full exorcism. They need to get permission from their, you know, from their bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes they just give a blessing if it's something minor. But before they usually go about doing something like that, they usually have psychiatrists and psychologists that they work with. And they, the uh, person having a problem must go see them to be cleared to make sure they don't have a psychological issue. And if they don't, then the priest is cleared to go ahead and, you know, go to work on that person. Uh, and I think that makes a great deal of sense. Otherwise, they'd be busy as heck. Don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. oh, def- definitely, yes. <laughs> do you mind uh, taking – we've been doing a lot of talking tonight anyway. Do you mind taking a, a call at this time? No, I would love to take some calls. Somebody sure. has an experience to relate or a question about this subject here? That would be um, That would be great. That's um, – 
what we're looking for right now is to see other people's experiences, and especially within the last couple of days. All right. Our co-host, Cheryl, will bring the next person in. Hi, Jackie. How Hi, are you? How are you? I'm good, good. I'm Thank doing you fine. Thank you for calling in. I, um, actually, this is Sherelle. This is Sherelle. <laughs> I um, was having some technical difficulties, but I'm I'm here now. So um, awesome. let's take our first. <laughs> let's take our first caller um, who's been holding area code two two four. Area code two two four. You're on the line. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. And uh, what's your name and where you're calling from and your question, please. Hi, my name's Jill, and I'm calling from Illinois. Hi, Hi Jill, Jill, from Welcome Illinois. To show. Hi, you know, it was the weirdest thing. I was listening to your program, and all of a sudden there was this boom, and my whole neighborhood, the power went out. Very strange, oh, and no. it was out for about 15 minutes, and it came back on, and I don't know what that was about. Very strange. You know, but I have anyway, to say this, but okay. uh, I've been on many shows as a guest and as a host. And whenever we start discussing, even at the event with Chip Coffee uh, recently, whenever we start discussing the subject of the demonic, the lights will flicker, something will happen. I don't know if that's them acknowledging, yeah, we're here. Or messing with us, but that's straight, just very strange that you should mention that. But sorry to interrupt. Go ahead and tell us what you wanted to tell us. But it was a boom, a boom. I mean, like a, a whirlwind out. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. But anyway, my question is that um, a few years back, I was sitting at my kitchen table one afternoon, and the spoon, a spoon, just slipped up in the air and and landed on the floor. Does that pertain to what you're talking about? We're having a lot of experiences. Yes? I don't know what that meant. It was just quiet, you know, peaceful, calm. I don't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. We're having a lot of experiences within the last um, at least three or four years, but specifically within the last six to eight months, um, lots of different kinds of energy comes down in like rifts. Um, Sometimes it's um, connected with a a loved one that's crossed over. Sometimes it it has to do with some energy um, that is built up around a person if there has been like some sort of um, negative thing, um, you know, happening. So really would have to know what the circumstances were around within the the last maybe 48 hours before that happened. Um, I did have a, the death of my father, but then I also had a friend, um, and I hate to say it that way, that I ended up finding out I think she is a little crazy, and maybe she was moving in on me. Um, having personal energy of someone that um, is kind of like aloof in their in their energy and being able to push things around and and all that's kind of um, not really something that's very very common. Um, you could maybe perhaps have connected into her energy if you were like thinking something about her and you were just like oof, just one of those moments where you'd like to maybe twist something 
of hers off of her. Um, but generally, things like what you have experienced um, is energy that's really within within the home, and it could have been an electromagnetic um, function where you know we had um, some some extra energy that came from the sun. We've had a lot of sun flares lately that can sometimes connect into what the energy that is in the home. Um, I don't really feel that it had anything to do with something like the in between. Um, I think it was an anomaly that um, there was maybe like a charge uh, built up of um, particles that that just happened to be at the right spot at the right time. It doesn't really feel like there was some, uh, you know, energy from crossed over either. Were you at all anywhere near? Like, was your hand anywhere near it, or like maybe your hand resting on the table and pointing toward? the um the spoon um i don't know Do but i wasn't near it enough to touch it for it to flip like that sometimes i was sitting yeah. by it see i think it might have had something to do with the energy built up within you and some sort yeah, of Power, yes, I think so. I really do think that it was a telekinetic um, event that you experienced. Okay, do, which is, too. you know, That's out of the ordinary too, too but... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, because I just can't explain it. You know, I'm sitting here peacefully at the table, and all of a sudden the spoon on the table just flips up in the air and lands on the floor, I just, you know... Do you Nothing remember at all? What, do you what? remember at all what you were thinking? Do you remember at all what you were thinking about, or anything? You know, I it could be anything. My father passed maybe a year ago, a year before that. I could be really angry. I suffered a lot of abuse from my family. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, I have a child um, that um, when she gets really, really upset things open and close and um she as a matter of fact a couple of days ago she said she she had a really bad event happen at the school and um she was in the process of um getting ready to come home and um she had all that she was very very angry very very frustrated and as she was walking by the lockers about four or five of them opened and closed as she was walking right by so um our minds and our energy fields around us are very amazing. And as we get closer up to the um, 2012 experience and um, the way that the newer energies are coming in, you may find that this might happen again. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, we you. hope that you're welcome, Jill. We hope that helped you today. Okay, because there thank was you. no explanation for it. Thank you. Mm-mm. You're welcome. Okay. That was a great call. That was a great call, Jackie. And it was interesting because that's what I kept hearing. And also, a lot of times, you know, uh, telekinesis, it's, it is. It's that built-up energy. And it, it doesn't mean that you have to be focusing on something to end up 
making it move or making it happen. But now that she's more aware of it, uh, maybe that she'll pay more attention to it and then, uh, you know, maybe she can start developing that ability. You know how I found out about how that works? Oh, about three years ago, um, I had some very traumatic events happen to me, and I was very, very angry. And I went to go touch um, on my computer, and it it fried. And um, a couple of uh, weeks later, I went to go touch on uh, coffee coffee maker and the whole thing it just it shifted and it quit it just stopped so um starting to become more aware of trying not to touch things when i get upset but also with the the events that i'm listening to with um one of my children um she says that it doesn't always happen when she's angry and upset sometimes it happens when she's overexcited too kind of like a stutter that kind of comes out of nowhere. And um, so she, it, it forces you to be more aware of your your moods and how to be uh, more, I guess, controlling of, of how things are going. And when it happens in adulthood, if it's never happened before, it can be quite unnerving, I'm sure. That's true. Um, I, I agree with you. I was um I guess the first time that I really realized that I could see um with my third eye is I kept seeing a man walking down the hall the way our bedroom was set up and the man kept walking down the hall towards me and it would just freak me out to the point where I wanted to move to bed and I wanted to do all these things and um and then that's when I realized that these th- this is it was the previous you know, like uh, the previous owner of the house, and it was just a lot of things that I didn't understand because I was just uh, waking up to my abilities and everything, and and I just, I wasn't ready to accept them. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you're like, well, my eyes are playing tricks on me, and that's how a lot of people just dismiss their abilities. Oh, it's just the wind, or it's just the air, or my eyes are playing tricks on me, and that's, that's not always the case. No, and it can be like it can be very frightening. Um, we've done a lot of um, work on uh, writing articles and um, talking with different kinds of um, families, um, especially with uh, ones that have children, and they're experiencing um, this phenomena. And the, you know, the kids are coming up to the parents saying, "Hey, I see, you know, these these kinds of things," and the parents are just absolutely beside themselves. Uh, trying to figure out what to say to them and and what to do next. And a lot of them try to just go and dismiss it, just as you were saying, because, see, that's what they were taught. And um, it can be very scary. I do agree. I do agree. Okay, uh, David. Sorry, David. Uh, (laughs) Callers, Jackie. (laughs) Telling me another caller, another caller. So let's take... um, Caller area code four four zero four four zero. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. You are on the air with uh, Jackie Chen. What's your location and the question that you have for us today? Um, I am from Cleveland, Ohio. How are you? I'm well. Fine. How are well. you? What is your first name? Uh, Kelly. Go ahead. Hi, Kelly. What's your question? Um, my 
Yeah, it's a it's a love question. Um, I've had my eye on this guy for about a year now. I I uh, I'm around him a lot in our sports environment, and he was always really shy on talking, but he's kind of starting to open up now and make more eye contact with me. And I I don't know. I always give him hints about dating me, but I don't want to be too pushy because I don't want to be that crazy kind of girl. But uh, okay, I, Kelly, I can know. I hold you, uh, interrupt you there for a second? Okay, because sure. this is uh, this show is about high strangeness, and I'm not sure if Jackie's going to do any readings or not tonight. Jackie, um, I'll do this one since she's on the air. Um, okay. The, indivi- the individual that you're talking about does he have dark hair? Yes. Is he really tall? Yes. Yeah, like six two and or or up. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Um. I think that what you're what you're doing with the relationship is a really good thing. Let it keep evolving. Um, I also think that uh, back in August is when it actually started kind of like perking a little bit more to to uh, your, I guess I would say advantage. So he is interested. So I would you know go and pursue it. Just be gentle about it, and you know go out maybe have a cup of coffee or. Um, maybe take in a, a, a light lunch and have some discussion. Um, see, that's why I don't like. I've I've hinted to him just like on our social network and stuff. Like I've given him my phone number and like asked him for his, and he wouldn't respond back. But I've never actually done it in person, and we've had a more connection in person as far as eye contact and things like that. Um, see, this all this. Yeah, the the social network stuff and all that is just taking the um taking the uh natural process of of you know relationships really down a really wrong road. I think what right. you should do is just go and say, "Hey, let's go have some lunch or let's go have some chat about whatever." And get some FaceTime and just, you know, get that part over. Mhm. So okay. I should be the initiator. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea. Okay. So, so you know, want, I mean, not... I do. Um, okay. I do in-person reading, uh, you know, in-person readings and all that. If you want to um, actually look at that in a greater depth, you can do that. Uh, my, um, I, I would imagine my contact information is on Mr. Baker's uh, site, and or you can just click onto my yeah. um, onto my web link, and. Um, you know, we can have a chat more about this at a different time. Yes, okay. on the radio Sounds show good. page here, she scrolls down on the information at the bottom. There's a link to your website. Okay. okay. But I do like him. I, I like the energy, and um, both of you seem to be, would would do very well. Okay? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you for taking the call. I didn't realize that it was... um. A different kind of a show, so but thank you very much. That's all right. <laughs> thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. Take There's care. always room for love, Kelly. There's always room for yeah. love. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. that's it's always that's because you know you wanted to, you know, the holidays are getting ready to come up, and you kind of want to, you know, know and everything, but. You know, some relationships you have to move really slow because you know men like mm-hmm. to do the hunting. So anyway, but that's another story. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's 
take another caller. Move, let's move right along to another caller. Area code yeah. 561. 561, you are on the air with Beyond the Great Gate Radio with Jackie Chen. Hi. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? It's Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Welcome to the show. And where are you Hi. calling from? I'm calling from Florida. Awesome. What's your question? Well, I wanted to see what you saw coming up from my, um, well, my finances. Hmm. Well, for the last year and a half, everything seems to have really gotten smashed into little tiny bits. Have you talked to a um, uh, financial advisor or um, a close friend or someone to be able to help you get uh, more on track? No. That is what I suggest you do because trying to do it by yourself isn't um, isn't going to produce the results that you're looking for. You're going to need some somebody to sit down with you and take a look at everything that's coming in and everything that's going out, and you're really just going to need to do that. Um, well, I don't have anything for them to look at. I need a, jo- it's I need not, a better paying job. The way that all of this is looking, it's going in a pretty much a vicious, vicious cycle. I don't see that without outside help, you being able to break that cycle. So you really, what I'm trying to tell you is you're going to need somebody there, right there where you're at, taking a look at what you have, um, what you're dealing with, so that they can show you some options. Because right now, by yourself and doing what you're doing now, I don't see that pattern breaking. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and just do just go up about a different venue. It's not going to change, not unless you uh, bring somebody else in there to to start moving things around. So you may have to go talk to um, someone about readjusting the amounts of your bills or you may have to go talk to somebody about getting you some schooling or some financial advice to be able to help you move on to the next level. Okay. Thank you for calling, Stacy. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Stacy. Okay, we have another caller, um, area code 928, 928 area code. You are on the air with Beyond the Gate Radio. Uh, you think of uh, anything extreme is going to be with the economy or so, up or down? Um, unfortunately, what I see here is um, within the next um, few months between the December and uh, February of next year, we um, are going to be prim- we're, we're going to be going into another downward spiral, and um, it's a lot to do with the um, economy, everything else going bad. But um, the points on the market, I can see them taking another hit of at least five or six hundred points going down the wrong way. 
Um, so if you have anything out there that uh, you want to protect, you best to do it now while things are st- relatively stable. Um, we've had some ups within the last um, couple of weeks, but we are still teetering on a very, very dangerous level. And um, I'm advising um, most of my clients who have uh, affiliation with the stock market and uh, things of that sort to um, gird their loins, so to speak, grab everything they've got and just keep a hold Mm -hmm. on it. And please, please take that advice because there have been so many people that have just absolutely lost everything. And um, so if if that's what you're looking at um, doing, I would keep what you have. Very sound advice. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right, that, yep, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> keeping everything. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. That That is true. I I. And thinking about that the other day, they were showing um, a documentary on a certain area in the United States that just that if you're born in that area, you know, everything is really tough and it's hard to get a job and blah, blah, blah. But it's coming around. I mean, there's people that we know that they're still looking for jobs and they're still trying to make ends meet and stuff like that. Um, There's a lot more charity uh, places that are not, you know, making their quotas and stuff like that, and it's harder to get people to donate. So it's it's hard around the world. It is. And I wanted to ask Jackie uh, a, an interesting question. And I, I'm making these statements not blaming anything on anybody, but to question there seems to be an accumulation of things happening in this particular time, a time that everybody's talking about changes for 2012 uh, time period, you know, the scope of 2012 extends probably beyond it and before it. This is the era, but we've had um, planetary alignments. We've had uh, stock markets go down, terrorist things. We've had an unusual amount of earthquakes on the earth recently, six points and above, uh, a record mm-hmm. amount. Finances aren't good. Uh, people struggling to keep their homes or losing them. Difficulty with employment. A lot of you know negative things going around. Of course, there's a lot of positive things as well. Strange incidences happening. Uh, strange things happening in the sky. Strange celestial bodies that are moving that are being talked about. Strange mechanical devices, i.e., what's termed as UFO, strange beings are being uh, encountered. Uh, some people are claiming, you know, being abducted or communicating with these beings, seeing strange uh, creatures that have never before been seen or creatures in places that should be there. Uh, strange things happening under the ocean. I mean, Jackie, what, what's going on? What's all, what's all this? business that's that's going on right now with everything? Well, we could say that um, the planetary um, alignments are are causing this, but I don't believe that it's just that. I think that it's a culmination of everything. And um, we have, um, like over in um, uh, over in Yemen, 
um, in a place called Aden, A-D-E-N, right on in their um, Gulf waters, we have approximately 175 different um, Navy ships from all over the world that have um, uh, assembled there. And we are being told that um, they're doing it because of military exercises or that because there is uh, so many of the uh, pirates, um, I mean, $10 billion of, of um, uh, produce and um, different kinds of um, um, things are being, supplies are being stolen by, by these um, pirates. But really, um, a couple of days ago, I was uh, looking on YouTube. And, by, you know, everybody knows you can find a lot of really bad stuff on YouTube. But every once in a while, you find something that makes you go, hmm. And I had found this one um, video where it shows there are there are three anomalies that are about the size of three football fields. And mind you, there's three of those. And there's ships that are like all kind of pointing towards the direction of these anomalies in the water. And um, we've heard people talking about stargates and... Um, uh, the anomalies that we saw in Norway with um, the, the spiral in the sky, and then there was one in Russia, and I think there was one in Iran, um, you know, around in those areas. They're all, um, it seems to be some kind of um, energy portals. Now, they may be um, normal, regular stuff that, that has just started coming out, and we've just started learning about it. Or it could be caused by something from outside our planetary system that is uh, causing these particular waves to happen. Uh, these things can allow um, different um, uh, things like you know UFOs, um, uh, aliens, uh, pe- things from the in between to come through there. Um, you know. I haven't done a whole lot of research on this area, but there are some that have, and they say that these things are being caused by that. Uh, greater consciousness, well, you know, that's that's great. You know, a lot more people are praying and meditating and trying to heal the earth. Uh, then there are things that, you know, people are talking about the, the Nephilim, um, angels, and things that were here before you know, people even arrived here. We... Um, you know, we would like to um, speculate what, you know, is really going on there, but until we get some concrete evidence that's right in front of us that we can actually study and analyze, we we really don't know. That's really amazing and mysterious. It brings to mind the story that I read about, I believe I heard it on the radio, I think it was Coast to Coast AM Radio a couple of years ago that... Uh, United States Navy was there, military, uh, Russia was there, and some other forces were there. And nobody was allowed to go in a specific spot in Antarctica. And there's different types of reasons they speculated why why they were there and what was going on. And why there was you know, news blackout of the area that you know, either there was one of those anomalies there or there is a, they discovered an alien base or an alien craft or something there, but it was all blacked out for a while. That was uh, really 
unusual. And then I mm-hmm. read another article, and I, I don't I don't think that, that the other article that I read a few months ago might not be true because I never saw a follow up to it. But supposedly in uh, Afghanistan, they discovered. Uh, something in the cave, and the American military had it surrounded, and the area closed off. Uh, I believe it's called a, a Vishnu or something like that. Uh, uh, from Indian folklore, uh, oh, a long time yes. ago, those ships, like mm-hmm. UFOs, that uh, fired upon their enemies, and they can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I believe it was called something like that. Uh, and anyway, they discovered one in a cave in Afghanistan. And they had an energy field around it, and they couldn't really touch it or anything, but they were trying, the military was trying to remove it from the cave. They found it hidden in the cave. I don't know if you heard about it or what truth there is about that, but there is certainly is a lot of strange things going on. And, you know, as far as the anomalies you talked about, remember earlier I suggested that, and it, it might not be so, that the uh, Hedron Collider in Sweden Everybody was worried that if they turned it on and tried to conduct a specific experiment that they could cause a black hole or uh, who knows what could happen. And I was wondering that if perhaps uh, these anomalies that are large as football fields that you spoke of could be a result of that or could it be something else. But, you know, they have hundreds of military ships around the world closing off an area and watching something, that's really highly unusual. Yeah, when they're uh, they're talking about um, protecting their assets, well, yeah, I can, you know, understand, like I said, $10 billion worth of assets being taken by uh, pirate ships is a very big deal. But um, if the area is so hard, um, you know, and so um, filled with um, these pirate ships, I would think that it would be best if they would just gather up a you know a number of ships and just you know um bond together but all of these um ships that are there are uh, representing different countries and um it's absolutely amazing and they all seem to be centered around these uh, particular um uh objects or spaces in in the ocean there was a rumor that uh, there were um, ships coming out of the water or going into the water in those particular uh, spots. But um, a lot of the things that um, have that were posted um, about this have also come up missing. Another um, thing, speaking of missing, is that there are a number of scientists who have um, done a lot of study in quantum physics uh, within the last couple of years, um, 13 of them, to be specific, um, have also come up missing. Um, whether or not they've been quarantined off to a certain spot and um, people are, you know, they're still alive and, and they're studying something that um, is really big, um, you know, that goes without saying, I don't know about the specific details, would like to find out for real where these people are. But um, we've uh, heard some information about um, some of the things that have been happening in the sky. And, you know, government automatically goes and they they try to shut it down. They, they, um, 
uh, try to do the, you know, don't pay attention to what this hand over here is doing. Just listen to what we have to say. Something I've been finding kind of odd lately, though, especially within the last three or four years, is the kinds of movies that we have been, um, that have been produced in Hollywood. Yeah, Um, we, um, you know, uh, have been, um, you know, watching these floods um, and tsunamis, uh, whirlpools that just come out of nowhere, like what happened in Japan. Um, uh, Lots of um, different uh, climate changes, uh, different kinds of alien spaceships and uh, being able to, um, you know, how, how to respond to something like that. Uh, the activity uh, with regard to the sinking of Japan, which is actually sinking. It's, I think it sank three or four feet um, within the, uh, since the um, earth, major earthquake that first started it up in, I believe, January. Um, and they've been hit uh, just within the last um, three or four days. They've had a number of them over there occurring. So um, it just... Uh, it's it's bad, and um, these, uh, you know, the government. I'm quite sure is not really interested in really telling us how real bad it's going to get. But we'll find out, yeah. right? They don't want you to panic. Um, you can't hide and, everything forever. No, no, and um, see, then um, the the other thing too is that um, they can go well, you know. Look at these, um, you know, crackheads that are going out there and they're making this big deal about you right. know, UFOs and they're talking right. about, you know, how the weather changes and all that. And and they really try to make these people sound like they are just crazed out of their head. Some of these people are clairvoyants. Some of these people yeah. are prophets. Some of these people, um, dare I say, they may be alien in nature. Um you know, we we really don't know the full ramifications of all of this, and I'm thinking as we're moving towards um, the um, the way the new energy patterns are happening, everything seems to be blending into one big event. And uh, you remember that once there was a program, as a matter of fact, it was called the event, uh, where time slippage. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and you know, I just. Um, tripped on on uh, what that man was talking about with the 14 to 20 seconds missing of time what happened you know where did that time go did something else happen did something shift um you know and uh these you know people that are having these dreams and they're they're seeing things um i usually um uh, don't have dream time where i'm seeing events but um a few nights ago before um, I had that experience at the coffee house. I um, dreamed about holes just opening up uh, right in front of you, um, and it would be like you're you're walking along, and then all of a sudden you've got this big black hole that's in front of you, and it comes from nowhere, and there's there's no light in it, there's no vibration to it, it's just there, and then it it's only there for like maybe a couple of seconds, and then it's gone. I'm wondering if um, in your experiences, if you've had anything like that, um, had anybody say anything about that in their 
uh, prophecies or in you know their actual dream time or or any of that. And these are the kinds of things that we would like callers to call in about. How are you having any kind of events like this that you would find to be to the super ordinary? Yes, we'd like to hear that. And you know that's amazing. We're we're going to have somebody on in uh, October named. Uh, Jeffrey Faulkner, who channels from supposedly extraterrestrials messages and all the way up to, I think, 20, 2016 or something like that, the messages that he has. Uh, also, I'd like to tell, before I take calls and speak of the next subject, which is in the same realm as what we're speaking about, next week on Sunday, September 25th at 6 p.m., same time, we're going to have... Uh, Ursula Kalin on our show next week. She's a spirit medium, a paranormal investigator, and a radio host of the Veil Passenger Radio Show. And we're going to be talking about many things paranormal then. And she has some interesting EVPs that she's caught. So that is going to prove to be an interesting show. After we take another call or two, uh, I wanted to ask or talk about uh, some UFO influence that I've seen in the news, but I, I won't spoil it. I'll wait till later and then maybe mention something about underground bases. But first, Sherelle, would you like to take another caller? Absolutely. Um, we'll take area code 815. 815, you are on the air with Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, David and Sherelle and Jackie. This is Sandy. We used to have Dark Moon Rising Radio. Hi, Sandy. And, uh, Hi, Hi, Sandy. Sandy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How cool <laughs> is that? I had to call in and talk to you because I haven't you. talked to you in a while. Been been kind of busy uh, trying to get my book out. But um, other than that, I am so happy to hear your voice again. Thank you so much. You are so awesome. I've been watching your posts on Facebook and on your um on your new uh, posting and um, wishing you awesome luck with uh, your book. Um, so do you have a question for us tonight? Well, actually, you know, you were talking about uh, missing time and um, things feeling different in the universe, so to speak. And yes. I, actually, Russ and I both have been feeling that. It's, it's like a, there's a shift in the, in the energy and in, in the air. Um, I, we we've never been able to really describe it, but it's there. And I and I've talked to um, a couple different people. Uh, one being Sala Stanley, who's very into uh, universal energy, and she she says it's it's we're we're going through different voids right now, um, where one day you'll have a really good day, and the next day there'll be a void in the energy. So I'm wondering if mm-hmm. if that feeling that you had at the coffee shop and also that person uh, maybe that called in was having more experiences with uh, moving things or whatever, if these different time and you, and also your dreams, uh, these different time things are going on um, due to some things going on that uh, I believe that the government is playing around with. And I, I, I know that sounds kind of silly, but um you know, 
the government's doing some strange experiments, and I'm. It almost reminds me of the uh, Philadelphia experience uh, experiment way back when. Yeah, you know, Mr. Baker and I were talking about the Philadelphia experience, and we, um, you know, he he asked if uh, I thought that it could be related. Um, I kind of sort of um, thought that it it. Uh, it wasn't, but as we're you know speaking and and hearing other people talk about these time slips, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, the government is messing with um, the weather. And um, over in in Antarctica, uh, this this thing called HARP um, has mm-hmm. um, antennas that are directly pointed at the Antarctic. And I think that that has something to do with the way that the um, glaciers are melting. We've we've got uh, more uh, fresh water going into the system, which is off-balancing the oceans. And Mm -hmm. um, there's also something, too, that um, my husband and I, and I think Mr. Baker was talking about, um, these waves that are like uh, earthquakes in the sky. What did you call them? A sky quake. A sky quake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it has. Um, oftentimes, it has a, a sound to it, but um, it can also feel like a vibration that um, is really heavy. And I've noticed that, um, especially within the last um, six and a half to eight months. Also, um, if you're like standing someplace, and you know you're literally standing, and you feel your body start to sway, like in even in a small circle. And um, if you pay attention to it, sometimes the um, feeling of sensation will last for at least a minute and a half or longer. And the more frequent that you have these particular feelings, um, within the next three or four days, there seems to be a major event on, on, the, uh, on the planet. And I learned a long time ago from a person who does, um, uh, what do you call that, with the uh, dowsing. Um, and mm-hmm. and I also learned that people can do it with their bodies. And like a pendulum, what you do is you say, show me yes and show me no. And then um, as you go through the movement and you think of the question that um, you have about the earth changes, your body will start to go to and fro. And when um, there is a, a major event coming, and we're talking something that's six point or higher, um, coming, your body seems to pull in towards the ground more, um, and the harder that it pulls toward the ground, the stronger that particular um, event is going to be. And the more that it pushes back, the more that it's um, less likely that an event is going to happen, and it's going to be something more of a psychological um, or emotional event. We're also finding, too, that as you were talking about the veils, these veils, um, they're they're starting to definitively thin and they're starting to blend so that they become more translucent. And as we start working with these different energies and doing the meditations and the prayer, there was um, recently a um, hurricane that, I think it was Katie, um, I think that was the one that... um, started to look like it was going to get really, really ugly. And um, then even the scientists and the weather uh, meteorologists have no idea why it started to lose emphasis and started to veer off and go another direction. Well, you know, people that do the kind of work that we do, 
We know Mm -hmm. because there were people that were praying and meditating, and we have some people that were praying like nonstop around the clock. Monks were praying. Priests were praying. Congregations, um, you know, even small group um, small group people were were saying these prayers to see what they could do to help deflect this. Now, was this a we, couple of years ago? No, this was just recent. No, within just the last recent. couple of months. The yeah. reason I'm yes. asking you is because there was a hurricane uh, headed toward you know the southern coast of the United States. Uh, I think it was a Cat Four hurricane a couple of years ago. And George Norrie did an experiment on coast-to-coast AM radio and asked everybody to concentrate and send their energy to move or diminish the power of the hurricane. And the next day, it happened. Mm-hmm. It went down to practically nothing. And on the show that the next night, they were totally shocked. They were speculating <laughs> if that's what happened or not. And he, and he said, and he had other people on that, you know, that's very powerful that energy that everybody sends out that perhaps it worked, that perhaps he should not do that type of experiment anymore on the radio because it could be dangerous. Yeah, he got so I just thought I'd bring that up to you. Well, you know what? I, I tread where people usually fear to go. And um, because of my, my childhood background, I lived in fear. My, uh, my childhood background was, uh, as kids say, tore up from the floor up. And so what I do um, in my my personal life and where I can, where people will listen, is I tell them, you get together, you pray, you meditate, you focus energy on things that are uh, imbalanced and bring them back to balance. Um, Hurricanes are an imbalance. There is never a really good reason to have a hurricane or a major flash flood or or any of that. And we have the ability. Your, Your mind is a very, very powerful thing. But when you pray and you do this out of compassion and love for just um, the planet, if you, if you, you know, if you feel compelled to do it for that reason, or if it's simply because there are women and children and other other people, um, seniors and 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 the, the whatnot, that can't defend themselves. And if you're going to do it for no other reason than to do it for them for those who are helpless and cannot help themselves, then do that. And it doesn't take but a a thought to just say, you know, please redirect this. Please diminish it. Please lessen it. Um, You're not getting any personal gain out of it. And I don't, um, you know, if it's been caused by um, something that's done in the government and there are people that can actually go and put their minds together, so to speak, and banish it so that it doesn't happen or it is lessened, then I say more power to those people who are compassionate enough to help um, diminish these. Um, I, you know. I totally agree. And the reason I threw it out that way is to get the same response that you just now gave me because I, I knew that. But I wanted to see how you felt about that, and I totally agree that the statement they made on the show about that was fear-based due to perhaps Mm -hmm. unwarranted liability, not knowing, you know, what would happen the next time they try something. But 
what you just said cleared that up, and I totally agree. How about you, Sandy? What do you what do you feel about that? Oh, I totally agree, and I think uh, the more that we can pull people together to uh, to diminish some of these terrible things that are going on with the weather and whatever, you know, is a good thing. Well, no you matter know, what the everybody Earth, else says. <laughs> yes, the Earth is right. evolving. We're evolving, yes. the Earth, the universe, everything is evolving. We're not perfect, like some people say, or the universe, you know. The universe and everything, I agree, was created perfect, but we're not perfect. Now, what I'm trying to say is we're striving for perfection. Mm-hmm. And that will never come because the moment everything is absolutely perfect, everything will cease to exist. There's yes. a reason to. <laughs> That's why we're evolving and the earth is evolving. That's why we have storms and earthquakes and everything, you know, evolving and cleansing and so forth. But there might be uh, some extra things going on. There's not, and certainly nothing wrong with trying to stop something like that. And, and perhaps maybe it's meant to happen so we can spiritually grow to learn to understand how to control that as we evolve ourselves. But also with HARP or whatever else, the government might be uh, experimenting or generating some of those things as well. As, and mm-hmm. also some people, like on Facebook, have complained about electronic harassment. Uh, this one person, for example, she's between two military bases and feels that she's been a target of military electronic harassment uh, from time to time. And so, you know, who knows what's going on? But if you could use your our power for good, there's certainly nothing wrong with that. What I what I would like, yeah, what I would like to have happen is for a group of um, of people that are like minded, um, really within the next couple of weeks, um, to get together and um, have a discussion that um, you know is a, a private discussion, not not on the airway, and um, mm-hmm. you know try to pull pull together to um, get some sort of um, a plan of action that when something like that starts to come up again, that maybe we can go and um, do what we do and um, try to deflect it so that it that is not um, um, so um, so forceful. And I really am very, you know, I've been wanting to do this for about a, a year now, but uh, things just haven't we been put in place. start a group on Facebook that has that goal and get the word out and once you get it set up uh, call on to the show and I'll tell everybody about it too and I'll be ha- okay. happy to help maybe yeah. some like-minded people can have a little meeting in a group like that on Facebook and you know and maybe message each other privately or yes. make it a private mm-hmm. group whatever and work something it's really, out at least yes, to it's, start yeah. Yes, it's really important to get it to get it started. As a matter of fact, I was invited a couple of years back to be a participant in um, in a group like that. But then, you know, as you know, timing is everything. So, um, uh, and uh, Sandy, I'm still wanting to talk to uh, Russ about the uh, things that he has seen, and I have not forgotten about him. Um, it would probably be a good idea if he gave me a call on the phone um, yeah, when he's, he's starting to feel better. Yeah, yeah he's actually doing too. pretty How's good. Doing? He's doing pretty good. good. Um, actually, uh, hang on. Can you hang on just a second? Uh, sure. 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 Say hi to say hi to David and Jackie and Cheryl. 
Hello, David. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Sherelle. Hey, Russ. Hi, Russ. Hi, How are Russ. you? I'm doing pretty good. Not too, not too bad. Um, he you and us just take, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, the healing the healing process has taken a little while, but uh, you know, um, my my spirits are up. I'm feeling pretty good. That's awesome. That's you cool. have my phone number, That's I think, good. right? Uh, I think Sandy does. Though, yeah, I want to. Okay, give me a call. Get to John with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, please give, give me a call. In the evening, yeah, kinda, in the, the mid evening is good. Oh, okay. Okay, in would the you? And five, 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 six o'clock, something like that. Um, probably later than that. I've got a house. I've got ten people in my house right now, so um, it's been <laughs> very interesting. Um, so I'm later, sure. like say after ten, around ten or eleven in the evening would be much better. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much. Doing good. Nice to hear your voice, Russ. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, David. Thank you. It's it's <laughs> nice to be heard. Uh, That's good. I did. I I, I, re- I really uh really uh, uh had quite the scare with with this one, but there again, it was it was very uh, enlightening, eye opening. You know, it kind of kind of opens you up to to more of what's around you, you know, I don't know if I had tunnel vision before and it got, it got turned to, uh, panoramic vision, you know, where I'm seeing everything or Mm -hmm. or what the deal is. But, but, uh, I can, I can tell you that, uh, with, with what I, what I, what I experienced, uh, it changed me forever. I mean, just just forever. Your mind, your eyes open, your ears open, and your mind open, you know, your spiritual guard up because there's definitely things which, you know, I won't talk about here, but I, I know what you mean, Russ. I know what you mean. And you're a bitter man for it right now. You know, we all learn from experience and things and such. And we're just so happy that you're back with us and progressively getting better, you know. And uh, you're just a great guy. We'd love to, you know, have you around and talk to you. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. And uh, we're going to, um, I had to take a break from doing a lot of different stuff like our radio show, stuff like that. I just needed some time to heal up, but uh, we're going to be coming back with another show here pretty soon and uh, probably the beginning of the year. You know, I want to I wanna heal up all the way so that I can actually sit and, and, and do what I need to do. It's, I, I don't sit very long. I don't stand very long. I don't, my best position is lying down. Yeah, it's, it's going to take time. Would you mind? Do you know the name of it? The show that is going to be at this time yet? Have you decided? Uh, no, not really. We, me, uh, okay, well, you, I'm sure you guys all. I'm sure you guys know. All, everybody knows Randall Deacon. Um, he's a he's a tech guy for uh, our show, or, or was our show, and he's also with Small Town Paranormal. And uh, we're going to get together and uh, just come up with something that's going to be fun, lighthearted, and talk to different people and share experiences and, you know, have a good time. Um, now, good. now that, yeah, just, I just, I needed to heal up a little bit, like I said, and it was hard for me to sit through uh, a two-hour or an hour show 
and uh, you know keep my mind on what was going on because it's kind of difficult dealing with the uh, the different levels of uh, of what you get, and then plus your physical pain. It, it gets kind of weird sometimes, but we're, I keep getting this weird beep on my phone. But uh, I'm doing. Just know that I'm doing good. I love you all, and uh, love life. I mean, you only. We're, we're, it, it's very, very precious. Very precious. So you know, lo- love each other and love life, and boy, we'll all be doing great. Well, th- thank you for coming on the show, Russ. We really appreciate that. So nice to hear from you, and God bless you. And if Sandy wants to hang out with us, you know, she could. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll let her know. And uh, I appreciate being on and uh, hearing from you guys. And uh, it's great talking to you all again. And Jackie, we will talk soon. God bless you. Okay, thank hon. you, Russ. God bless you, Russ. Thanks, thanks guys. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, Russ and Sandy are great people. They're welcome on the show anytime. I love those guys. Sandy, yeah, you with us? Sounds like uh, they they hung up. Yes. Well, oh, a lot of people okay. don't know. Uh, <laughs> good people. Yes. Very good people. Now, now uh, Jackie, have you ever... Uh, here I, you know, I do similar. I do a lot of research, and I read some articles and saw some video where a couple of years ago, back east, there is uh, a meteor coming down, and I'm not going to say a meteorite because that's what hits the ground, and the meteor doesn't. But a meteor was coming down. Somebody filmed it, and it showed what you would call a UFO uh, go near it, and shoot a pencil-thin beam of light at the thing, and people speculated that it was perhaps a large meteor that the UFO shot the beam at it and kind of broke it up and uh, prevented it from doing damage. And then there was some volcano erupting in Mexico, perhaps, violently mm-hmm. erupting. And then suddenly, for no reason, it just calmed right down, and somebody filmed some UFOs coming out of the plume from the volcano. And there's been a couple, one or two other instances I've heard of. What, what do you think that's all about? Uh, how, how about that um, the one, was it a comet or something like that, that um, it uh, was coming straight for the um, Earth and um, it was deflected somewhere around where the sun is and um, also, again, a UFO interaction was supposed to have been the cause of it. I, I, I mean, we are just one planet in a bazillion different planet systems. We cannot be the only ones here. I do believe, especially within the last um, oh, few months, um, seeing what I've been seeing in the sky myself, yeah, we're we're definitively not alone, and um, I believe that there are uh, other intelligences that um, have quite uh, more sophistication than we do, and are actually trying to help um, so that the planet doesn't like blow itself up or we cause any, you know any more um, harm to the planet as as a 
as a people. I mean, there have also been um, footage on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and all that about UFOs going in, uh, turning off, so to speak, the um, missiles. Yes, I've uh, read about that in Above Top Secret, and I've heard about it from other sources as well. And I think that's amazing, not only the U.S., but the Russians as well. Yes. I mean, they're not, they're, these, um, whatever beings they are, they are not um, trying to make one side more favorable than the other. Uh, they seem to be saying enough with the um, the warheads, uh, you know, we're, yeah. and, um, you know, they don't want us to blow each other up, and they don't want the Earth to um, have some sort of uh, mishandling where it um, causes, you know, massive casualties as it is. Yes, catastrophic. It seems to be the things that they're more concerned about is the catastrophic events. The normal events, uh, things that we're doing to each other, normal events like uh, earthquakes, um, you know, they seem to kind of sort of leave those things alone. Although uh, over in Japan, when there was the first 69 there were also sightings of um, strange anomalies in the sky, including um, uh, aurora borealis um, uh, clouds. And they started happening about 30 minutes before the actual eruption and um, uh, things waving, like the ground making waves, the water making waves, very, very intense vibration you know, who knows? It could be, could have been worse, or it maybe was made worse, um, depending on you know what your viewpoint is, what side of the pond you're standing on. There are a lot of different kinds of um, events happening. I do believe that uh, some of these things are being managed, and um, not at a level that that uh, we could possibly understand. I mean, just look at our our uh, military technology. Within the last 60 years, we've went from just a regular, um, uh, you know, two-speed engine um, or bomber planes to fighter jets to these um, planes that are now they kind of sort of look like some sort of an alien face. I saw I saw this um, just a few hours before actually showtime, and I looked at that and I went, "What the heck is that?" Um, you know, we've got technology going on. I also saw something about um, cloaking technology where um, this um, army guy uh, was wearing this material that actually managed to make him uh, invisible, except for infrared. If you had one of those infrared scanners, you could see oh. that there was something there going on. But if you didn't have one of those things, you wouldn't know that guy was there. And um, so we we know that um, UFOs have cloaking ability. There have been um, things on YouTube, and then again, you know, take YouTube, a grain of salt, sometimes a pound of salt. But some of this stuff that's on there, you got to look at it, and it it makes sense that um, you know we're getting a lot of our technology from these outside sources. Yes, like. Uh uh, Lieutenant Colonel Philip Korsko, who wrote the book The Day After Roswell, stated that, you know, we are back engineering uh, alien technology captured or crashed 
alien technology and developing it. You know, our military, I was military myself, that the things that are really super top secret, we won't know about until, you know, 10, 20 years from now. We won't, you know, like the U-2, we didn't know about that for years. And then the SR-70, we didn't know about that. It, You know, it's amazing. And in a way, I think the government may have some technology, even maybe something similar to HARP that, they may be trying to save the ozone layer or do something to help, too. I believe that, you know, from both sides, there's something going on trying to, you know, balance things out, so to speak. Well, you've heard about the um, really huge hole that is in our magnetic sphere. Um, it's I've about... Yeah, about five to seven times bigger than what they originally thought it was. And the big problem that NASA now has with all of that is that 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 particular layer helps bounce back energy from the sun, from the solar flares and the solar winds, helps bounce it back so that we don't get scorched. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people listening to your show, I'm sure, are quite aware that, you know, the sun cycles every 11 years and and that it um, starts doing some very, very odd things. But the sun lately seems to be taking on a very odd pattern and is um, projecting out more sun flares than what it should because the sun right now is in what is supposed to be a minimum state which means it's not producing as um, as much uh, sunspots and things of that sort. It kind of sort of goes dormant, if you will. And um, what's ending up happening is that um, the blasts from the, um, the sun have great potential to wipe out the grid for us, you know, with our electricity. We had an event um, in Los Angeles just I think last week, where it wiped out a huge portion of um, the uh, the grid, and then we had, of course, that guy that kind of pushed the wrong button and and took out more of it. But I think, I mean, that wiped out um, two or three states worth of um, of uh, energy grid. You know, yeah, I it of, can cause great damage. Yeah, you know, I kind of find it hard to believe that one guy pushed one wrong button and all of that went out. I could believe big mm-hmm. sections of it or maybe even, you know, half a state or maybe even all of a state. Probably, what do I know? Probably some rookie, some new rookie but, working there and says, do not push this button and he wanted to push it to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We've had some <laughs> solar flare activity going on too. And so, you know, maybe, you know, um, you could look at it and go, well, they're just going to, you know, put this guy as a scapegoat. I mean, maybe he did what they say yeah. he did, and, and maybe he had some help. Maybe, um, but nonetheless, our grid is very, very old, and um, the the concern from NASA is that uh, we could be getting some major solar flare. Or- well, I think we lost her. Let me. Uh- Sherelle? I am here. Why don't you take a, another caller while I try to get Jackie Disconnected. back? Oh, are you still yeah. there, Jackie? Hello? Oops. Okay, Sherelle, go ahead and take another caller. And... Are we back yet? Oh, yes. 
We might have a little technical difficulty with Jackie. Let's see if we can get her back. Everyone stand by. Okay, let me go get her. Absolutely. I think we hit a nerve. <laughs> okay, well, I, I think I was we did too. That we take a, a caller because we have some people waiting, and then sure. we can, you know, <laughs> get off the nerve. Yeah, get off the nerve. <laughs> Oops. Sherelle. Sherelle. Let's take caller area code nine two eight. Nine two eight. You're on the air beyond the gate radio. What is your name and where are you calling from, please? I'm Charlie, Arizona. Hey, there, uh, you guys hit a couple of uh, couple issues that we've been looking at. Uh, did you hear about that plane that crashed and killed nine people? And then, yes. uh, yeah, and then there was the Indiana where that stadium or that stage killed a lot of people. Yes, sir. Right yes. at the air show, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that air show just a couple of days ago, and then uh, we had they had two stages, one in Vancouver and one in Indiana that passed that were that collapsed. What we noticed yes. is that they have that they had uh, weird uh, cloud formations, square uh, square holes in in the middle of them. So we were thinking that they were having scalar weapons on that. Oh boy. That's unusual. Yeah, I know. Uh, I just saw these guy crisscrossed with what do you call them? Chemtrails again? I haven't seen them for a long time. Then the chemtrails. other day, there was all these chemtrails up in the sky. So you know, who knows what's going on? But do you think, Sarah, that uh, this could be, or Charles, that this could be something from the government or from an outside source or anomaly of creature from the government? I think it's from the government. I think and, they're losing it. it. Yeah. So do you think that they're just experimenting to see what type of results they have with whatever it is it's doing? Or? Well, I think they're doing a chaos, uh, you know, making making problems for everybody, causing fear factors and such. Don't and, you think uh, that... Oh, and another thing I wanted to do, uh, those zombies you guys were talking about in vampire movies, man, are they coming... Mm-hmm. They're, t- they're talking about that in the CDC, that there's a virus that, that's going to be coming out that's going to make people lethargic and act like zombie features. And that was the CDC. Okay. Yeah, that one I'd like to clear up for you, sir, and I'm sure Jackie probably read it too. Yes. It's actually, huh? it, they gave a name to to something, they call it a zombie, but it really has nothing to do with that in reality. You had to, there's another article that came out about it. Uh, do you know anything about that, Jackie? Um, I heard, um, let's see, actually my husband, he follows a lot of that because he's more on the forensic side of it. But there seems to be some sort of a, um, it's like a, oh, what is it, like a worm or something like that that invades um, and becomes symbiotic with uh, the host and it um, eats the brain material and um, it, it uh, doesn't eat the actual stem, but um, it takes um, a lot of the um, thought consciousness, if you will, of of the host. And, um, yeah, it's, 
within the last couple of years, we've been watching these things. Um, you know, we always lo- laugh and joke and all that about uh, things, you know, doing that. But um, apparently there seems to be something that um, uh, is causing a lot of concern uh, with the CDC. I have seen some of that, what this um, um, individual is talking about. Yes, it's not a joke no more. No, it's not. Like when the CDC comes out and everything like that. And oh, uh, there was something too I wanted to at? talk. There was something that I wanted to talk to you about with the regard to those chemtrails. There is a, um, a thing that is happening with some people. It's called more gallons. Have you heard about anything about that, Mr. Baker? Okay, it's called what now? More gallons. Oh, the um, disease? Yes, I've heard yes. about that. Been and what it's the doing, what it's doing, what these people um, believe is it's become, because of these chemtrails, um, there's a lot of like barium and some other um, uh, non-organic material. And um, these people are actually having um, what appears to be nanotechnology. Um, there's these wires. Um, the first thing that you know when you actually have something like this um, is that your skin feels like it's moving, but it's moving from the inside. It's not like a bug crawling on you because when you go to scratch it, it's still it's still moving along. And um, these people have been getting sores on their body and actual um, uh, wires and things of that sort have been coming out of their body and it seems to, you know, when you go in and you think you might have something on your skin, so you go take a shower, it seems to also develop after you've taken this shower. Um, there have been um, documentaries about these people who have this thing that they are now calling more gallons, and um, it's something that I think would be really a good idea for us to maybe take a a look at and maybe if we can find some of these people who actually have this happening to them, um, for them to call in on a show or, you know, write some stuff on a Facebook or something. These things are really happening. Hello? Yeah, there's there's all kinds of things going on and, you know, more more diseases. Yes, I can hear you. You're still with us, Charlie. You're still with us. Oh, okay, great. Because uh, um, uh, good thing you brought the chemtrails. Have you heard of Comic Con? My friend, he sponsored his uh, his uh, documentary, and they show that they put these more gallons inside a, a, a c- container, and it moves by itself. It's. I believe and it's nanobot technology. It. I think that Probably. we're being. Um, I think that it's nanobot technology. I think oh, yeah. that uh, there people are being experimented on, and I would like to actually have more conversation with you um, after the show. So um, if you can get my uh, website or a phone number, um, if I can give it to them now online, if that's okay. Yeah. Hold that's on, fine. let me get a pen. Sure. Yeah. Um, but th- yeah, these things are are very serious, and um, you know we. We generally find out after the fact, 30 or 40 years later, oh, yeah, the government experimented and, you know, wanted to see how this stuff was working. Um, we we have had many unfortunate events with our um, 
with a lot of our military, especially from the Vietnam era with ancient orange, Agent Orange, um, with um, you know uh, all these other things that are that are happening. Very um, very scary things, and and they go, oh well, you know, we're we're trying to do this for the betterment of our society. Well, yeah. I wouldn't think that somebody would actually volunteer to have something like this put into their body or sprayed onto their body. Um, a lot of the stuff with the more gallons, people have been finding um, flecks of um, metal materials around and on the ground, on um, on vegetation um, and things of that sort. Very, very um, real serious going on here have absolutely no idea how to um you know not have it happen now every time i look up and i see you know a chemtrail from a jet i'm thinking my god is that more gallons um a lot of it seems to have this grid-like pattern where they will take a number of areas and you know a number of these jets and they will release this stuff and it will look like an actual grid in the sky that reminds me when we lived in the East Bay, the sky one day had crisscross, you know, what the people call chemtrails. And the wife and I came down with a virus or something for a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I've seen them since. Now, the skies here have, are, have been clear lately. And I'm wondering, well, don't I usually see the, you know, the jets, the bombers that are going patrol? And not long after that, I, I saw them the same day, a couple of days ago. I just now realized it. I saw this guy's crisscross with it and everything like that, and here here I come down the next day with this virus. That's why I'm not on the sci-fi radio tonight because I'm not, you know, not well enough to do that show, but I never get sick, and suddenly now I've got it. So I wonder if I can attribute it to that or if it's just a coincidence. I and hope I just, that it's I just not that. that. I hope it is, too. It's, uh, we yeah, we try... What what I do with um, the work that I do and on my web page and all that is I try to educate. Um, some of this stuff is rather um, daunting, but what we try to do the best I can is to research what I find. And I have a number of people that you know I will take stuff to and I'll say, hey, look, I I need you to really dig in this and see where this is coming from. What you need to do is you need to find out where the source is coming from because some of this stuff, like I said on YouTube and in the white papers and things like that, you need to find out who's funding this stuff. And if it comes back to a credible source or you can find this particular source being cited by other cre uh, credible sources, then you know you've got something. Um, it takes a long time to do sometimes, but you need to do that. Well, somebody has already done that, and I think they have a book out on it, and they had a radio show on it, and some articles on on the chemtrails and all that. But uh, did you were you able to uh, get the information or for Charles? Because I want to take okay. another caller. My my phone number is three three zero eight two four one two eight six. Get that, Charles. Three three zero eight two four one two eight six. Okay, well, thank you very much. You guys uh, make a connection Jackie later. Chin. I'll talk to you later, Charles. All right, thank what you time? Calling, Charles. Um, just give me a call after the show, uh, or you know what? Give me about 20 minutes after the show because I, I have somebody else I've okay, got to call enough. right after. 
Call me in about 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Okay, thank you. Bye, Charles. Thank well, you, you wanted strange and interesting, Mr. Baker. I think you got it. It's very interesting. And I just wonder if you could take uh, another call since we're running out, uh, getting you know, the, we're running near the end of the show, and then we can start talking about some more things. Yes, thank you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, area code two six seven two six seven. You are on Beyond the Gate Radio. What's your name and your question, please? Okay. Sounds like two six seven. Hello. <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> well let's bad connection. get yes, it sounds like a bad connection. So let's go ahead and get back in touch with what we were talking about. I I enjoyed uh listening to you guys talk about the chemtrails and the the, uh, the things that are going well, on in the skies. I want you to continue to talk about that. As the show progressed, I, I did recall some uh, things that Jackie was talking about, like, and I may have even told you about Sherell, but, you know, there's been a few times when suddenly I felt out of bounds for no reason at all. Uh, you know, I wasn't dehydrated or sick or anything like that. Um, I, you know, like, wow, what's going on with my energy? That's happened to me a few times, but it was just short-lived. But one time in the 80s, in the property I was living at, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I, I couldn't believe my eyes. You know, I went to go to the restroom. There was a um, a hole in the wall, not a physical hole, but an energetic-type hole. And it was like a portal had opened up. And I can see out into some neighborhood as if I was looking through a, a front window of a house onto the street. And I can see it in the last – it was in the shape of a triangle – the whole, but not a perfect triangle. And so I went to the restroom and came back, and it was still there, only it was shrinking. It must have lasted for like five minutes and got smaller and smaller, and went, then went back to sleep. I can't explain what that was, but it was really odd, uh, other than the time that I saw into the past. You know, I hadn't had any experiences like that. Seen in the past is when I was in the military, we were in Kansas, and we were driving for hours somewhere, and we saw some interesting town which we wanted to check up on when we came back, but it wasn't there when we came back. And the other experience is, I went up to Reno one time, I stopped at a restaurant, I liked it, and when, you know, went there, I marked it down. And years later, I went back, and I had it all marked down, you know, with my travel pack, and went to the place and ate there again, went up there, when I came back, the time was just right, so I wanted to go there for dinner. I couldn't find a place to look all over the place, and so I asked people about it. And they said, that place has been closed for 10 years. And I said, no, I just ate there this, you know, the other day. <laughs> so those are really the couple of experiences I had that were strange. These things are going to be happening more and more as, um, I, you know, and I, I, I Try not to say that it's the Ellen thing, but um, it seems to be the energy that it's bringing with it or what energy we're moving through. Um, there are some rumors out there that we are going through some sort of a solar um, plasma uh, wave or vortex or something like that, and that um, depending on whether or not the sun goes through it first or our planet goes through it first, will shift whatever new reality is that we have. 
Um, I do want to talk about um, the next um, uh, seven to ten days. Uh, we seem to be going through some uh, extremely interesting times as far as um, the Ellen and comment is, and um, uh, it could be very possible that we might end up at that point where we get the three days of, of no sunlight. I am extremely hoping that this doesn't happen because if we end up going through something like this, it will be um, worse than any ice age um, where we will have but, absolutely no heat. But it will just be for three days. I don't think that it would have, you know, that type of an effect where yeah, it really lasted for a year. Very, I know a lot of people would panic if it happened like a yes. long eclipse, but, you know, Personally, I don't think it would have uh, a quickly moving body, unless it's really huge, could actually was actually capable of doing that. But if it did, I don't think it would, you know, end the world or wipe out. I mean, that's just my opinion. No, we're not going to get wiped out, but I think it's going to get extremely, um, you know, really, it's going to get really, really um, bizarre. I believe that. I believe, I mean, who knows what we can expect, so... You should say that you know, people should you know, just try to be prepared for anything within the next week or so, should yes. that event occur. Please do um, make sure that you have um, emergency supplies. Make sure that um, you know if you have any medicines that you need to get um, and you're stalling off, and if you can get them, do that. Um, make sure that you have your medical papers or uh, anything that you really deem extremely important so that if you did have to grab some stuff and just leave um, to do that. Oh, we may be facing some major, major earthquakes um, even along the um, the New Madrid Fault. I, I know that uh, we have had uh, a massive amount uh, along the Arizona border and that... Um, some other things that are going absolutely non-reported within um, mainstream media. Uh, you really do, you know, if you live around in that area, you need to become very, very aware of what is happening. And, um, you know, don't panic yourself, but make sure that you are prepared. Yeah, I agree. Keep some extra gas in the, in the car, some extra mm -hmm. stuff that you can toss in there to take off if you have to go who knows where but it seems to end like it it goes from the like the 16th up until the 26th of this month um once we get past the 26th um i think things start to level out um a bit more so that it's not so um urgent but within that time period um just be more vigilant um make sure that your elder um Relatives are taken care of. Make sure that you, um, you know, just keep an extra eye on things. Try not to go too far away from um, from your home. Okay. That's a good point. Now let me ask you this. Some okay. researchers state that, you know, according to the Mayan calendar, now some may say that whatever events are predicted on it may have started already some people say no, not for 60 years, and some people say now. But part of it, what it is on the calendar, and uh, I'm not saying that maybe some guy chiseled it and said, oh, my God, there's no more room on the calendar. <laughs> so I hope the people that discover this one, they don't freak out, you know, ha, ha, ha. But they say that, you know, the solar system is moving to the galaxy, and that in 2012, that, you know, 
the planets will be aligned and the sun will be or have reached the center of the galaxy. Okay, so mm-hmm. and then after past two. Now, you know how they say the moon has influence on the earth which could cause the tidal waves, you know, actions to change and earthquake oh, yes, and this and yes. that. But do you think that there's stress on us with you know, the sun and all of us all the planetary bodies moving toward the center of the galaxy, do you, th- do you think that there could be a strong pull that's causing a lot of things to happen here? Do you think it has anything to do with that? I think that there might be something, um, an extra um, large body of, I don't know, it's a planet or if it's a... Um, like Planet X? That's a, well, like Planet X, but um, I try to, to not um, get to that point. Um, some of the people are thinking that there might be a brown dwarf out there um, that um, is causing um, havoc. I, I don't believe that um, that's what's happening. I think that it's the normal uh, push and pull, um, even though um, a lot of people have been noticing that the moon is not coming up the way it used to in the same spot or around where it's supposed to. Also, the sun seems to be uh, setting um, in a different area than um, than normal. So things are off um, by at least 60 degrees, and there doesn't seem to be any sort of you know real scientific explanation other than something is pulling and tugging on um, the planet um, bodies and. Uh, you know, I mean, we could uh, speculate till we turn blue about what that might be. Um, what I'm urging people to do is this. Yes, there are a lot of different things going out there. Yes, there are UFOs around the sun. Yes, there are uh, different planetary bodies that are that are coming and going and comets and things like that. What is really super important is for people to acknowledge those that are around them, to to love one another, have compassion, try to take these um, things that they've had in the past that are causing them angst and to try and release them as much as possible. If you do that in understanding from what we were talking about earlier, that thoughts and compassion have have effect on energy bodies, storms and things of that sort, they also have effect on what's going on in your personal life. Please become more aware of what is going on in your in your personal life with things that are around you that you can actually have control over and acknowledge these things because the more that you put the acknowledgement in those places and not so much on the big, huge picture, it's going to be much better for you. It will help you to not be so... Um, uh, panicked or so um, overwhelmed because there's so much stuff going on. We could get lost in the big picture. Please love one another. Pay attention to what's going on in 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 uh, your surrounding environment. I agree. And you know, if I something agree. is happening and it's going to be the end of the world, you know, I'm just saying, if yeah, don't don't panic, you know, because you're born and it's inevitable that we're going to die sometimes sooner or later and most so you know if it's going to happen nothing you can do but you know love everybody and do your best now it's just like a prayer if you pray for something or you wish or hope for something or send out good thoughts to some somebody you know the universe 
it's like a copy machine, and it will grant you the, you know, you will enjoy the consequences of your thoughts. In other words, if you send out good energy in a room of people, there's a possibility that you're going to get good feeling back, good mood. If you come in there angry, you're going to feel that energy bouncing back at you, kind of like karma, you know. Whatever you send out, you, you get back. So I think that's kind of like what you're trying to say is thoughts are powerful and it's energy. Mm-hmm. And so be on your best, do your best, and think your best, and that should help a great deal. Yes, please do that. Jackie, is there anything that you'd like to tell everybody about what's going on with you or, you know? Well, my my life is always crazy. We have um, all kinds of um, anomalies here at, at the house. Um, it's kind of like a way station for, for um, spiritual energy. We try to send out. Um, we we do drum circle. We um, do ceremony. Uh, if you are inclined to do that, please start, start picking it back up again. Um, say prayers. Try to make as much um, of your surrounding environment balanced as possible. Uh, do for others as much as possible. Teach them what you know. If you have a better understanding of how energy works. And this is what, you know, this is all about. I think we're really in an education um, push right now so that people are not um, as fearful because we know that there are angels and we know that there are demons and we know that there are things that will prey on fear. And if you give knowledge out there and you constantly push for knowledge and light, uh, and expose things where they need to be exposed, then we will be better off as a society and as a planetary uh, system. We just have to um, put a lot of our grievances aside, and we start. We got to work together. That's wonderful. And I also want to you to tell people what type of services you offer. I just posted your website up on the chat room. What what do you offer people that would uh, contact you? I do um, house clearings. I do personal readings. I do uh, work with businesses, uh, you know, things of that sort. Um, I do basically anything you could possibly think of. And if I can't do it, then I will refer um, your case to someone else who is more um, adept at what you need. That's wonderful. And you know, you, there's this is a different time now. In the world, the universe is changing. Uh, I read an article where somebody had a theory that they stated in the article. I, I have to look for it, but he said in 1970, the, the Earth sped up. You know, the speed on the Earth's axis sped up a certain percentage. And in 1940-something, the Earth sped up a little bit more, and then again and again. And he said that uh, people say, boy, this year sure went by fast, or boy, this day sure went by fast. Why is time getting going, you know, mm-hmm. uh, speeding up? And that's perhaps why, and that's also perhaps why the veil is thinning. I mean, there's all kinds of interesting theories out there, isn't there? It's the vibration, it's the um, tone of the energy, but also 
as much as it's speeding up for the good, it's like going doubly fast for the for the other side. We have a lot of catching up to do. We sure do. Jackie, thank you so much for your time being on our show tonight. We really had a great time. I hope to have you back yes, again. Definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate both of you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you so much, Jackie. And, uh, thank you. Next Sunday, of course, we're going to have uh, psychic medium and paranormal investigator and radio host uh, Ursula Kalin on, and uh, Derek Akar from the UK. He's a spirit medium. He's still most haunted. He's going to be a regular on our show, so stay tuned for that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Beyond the Gate Radio. God bless everybody, and be sure to like our show and see us on Facebook. Other than that, good night. God bless. Good night, Sherelle. Good night, David. Good night, Jackie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a, a really interesting show tonight. So, goodbye, everybody. Thank you and good night.